The Metis Tech Show. Welcome to the Metis Tech Show, a show for HVAC professionals by HVAC professionals. The Metis Tech Show. So welcome, uh, Vinny. So um, I hear that you're a pit boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it pit boy or pit master? Master guy. You're, no, so yes. Scott, you're a pit master. It's it's master. It's master. I'm a pit master. Yeah, call yourself. Pit I'm a master. pit master. I thought yeah. you were a pit boy. Well, I just got upgraded. Okay, so so that's your hobby. I am. I am. Uh, over the past two, three years, yes, I. I have a. You're probably not going to like this, but I have a pellet smoker. There's nothing wrong with that. No, he's okay. <laughs> but with it's that. a beginner. No. It's got me in the game. Right. And and the food is far better than the grill. Yes. Far yeah. better. Yeah, what, do you, be what do you? What uh, do you? What do you like to smoke? Oh, well, I just smoked a uh, brisket. Nice. Over the Labor Day weekend, a twelve pounder, and I had asked one of my fellow coworkers who's on our team, Alex. Uh, what's the best method? And he uh, introduced me to a foil boat method. Have you guys heard of that one? Yeah, you sent me a picture of that. Oh, boy, it was was the yep. best one I've done to this point. So you just basically wrap some foil around the the, uh, the brisket, and, and the heat comes over the top, and the pepper grabs it, and what a, what a, what do Different you want to call it? Bark. A, there's a thousand the ways a way yeah. to smoke, right? Yeah, and yeah. It's, I always say it's to your preference. Yeah. And, you, and you've heard of that method? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. That's right. good. No, Just, he sent me a picture. It looked good, you know. And I, of course, I was having hamburgers. So, so thank you, it was good. Yeah. for that. The, yeah, the pictures look. In. The pictures look good. But I like to try some. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, send me a sample. Don't I know it's always mouthwatering. Like, it. where, where, where's my piece? Right? Yeah, I know. That same weekend, Rob was was doing some tomahawks. Yeah, but I grilled them. They did come out very good. But, well, uh, that's, I mean, with tomahawks, you got to grill. Gotta I mean, grill. that's, yeah. 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 Might, yeah, you just got to grill those. Did it all by, uh, you know, the, the side, the thickness uh, of the steak yeah. and time. And How it thick? worked out. How thick were they? were, uh, we went with two inches. Oh. And so it was, I think, Man. the first side was 12 minutes and the second was 10. Yeah. You do two minutes less. And how do you it. like it? You like it rare? I like it a little rare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not yeah. too bad. Rare. Right. Yeah. Like winning an argument with your wife, right? Yes. yes. Exactly. Far and in between. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right, right, guys. So welcome to the Metis Tech Show, everyone. I'm Paul Schabs. Uh, with me from Metis is Scott Tallman. Our guests today are Vincent Patty and Rob Del Moro, both from Train. Is it New York, New Jersey, or both? Both. We come both. So, Vinny, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you guys do, and so on, and then we'll go to Rob. So, my name is Vincent Patty, and um, I am the regional team leader for the Greater Northeast. So, our, our areas kind of differ from yours a little bit. So, picture central New Jersey up to Maine. That's oh, wow. the Greater Northeast area. Uh, you guys are probably Mabu Nibu, right? Yep. Kind of deal. Yep. Um, so I run the DTS team, and for those that don't know what the DTS team is, it is basically the SGs and across right. the train we need to do things differently. Of course you do. So uh, train <laughs> is the king of acronyms, more so yeah. than the military. <laughs> yes. 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 So we're at the 2023 DSG conference in Alpharetta, Georgia, and you're here with us. So you are a DSG as far as we're concerned, That's right. but you guys call yourselves DTSs. That's right. So we're okay. And DTS stands for what? Douglas Technical Specialist. Okay, and I'm okay with that. But a DSG is what I'm used to, So, but they're interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. We're wearing the DSG shirts. That's right, yeah. not a DTS shirt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and how long have you been with Train? Um, so next year will be 10 years. Rob, Rob's got a different story when right, we get to him. So Okay, so anything else? Uh, that's about it. All right, Rob? So, Rob Delmore. Yes, uh, 
So you got the name right. Uh, <laughs> so I started with training in 1986, so I'm on 37 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Impressive. Yes. Yeah. But most recently, since the merger or partnership of Mitsubishi and Train for the last five, I've been to DTS or DSG. Um, and uh, actually, I, I love it. It's probably the favorite job I've had since I've been here because I love to do technical support in project management, and it's uh, right up my alley. Yeah. Nice. And, yep. and, yeah, good. And just to be clear, it's not a merger. It's what's called a joint venture. A joint venture. Thank right? you. So we just partnered up. So this was good for me because when I was in the field, I was a train dealer and a Mitsubishi dealer. So I yep. came to work for Mitsubishi and said, this is great. And then, what was it, 2019, I think, May or April of 2019, we started the joint venture. I thought, this is awesome. For me, it's great. So and it's been, it's been a, a good partnership. Absolutely. So I'm glad you guys are here, and I hope it continues going on. Look at this. We're together now. Yeah, we're together. Yeah. So what, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, we're going to talk about some city multi, M-net wiring and things along that nature. I think it's important. Rob and I see a lot of uh, mishaps with that in the field, so we thought it would be a good topic to kind of clear up some questions that perhaps mm-hmm. we get asked and yeah, may right. be useful for well, some good, listeners. Good. So well, before we get into that, let's talk about your support role, uh, contractors. How do you and Rob and the rest of, of your team support the, the contractors? Is it tech support? Is it site visits? Is it startup assistance or all of the above? Rob, you want to? Um, I'll say all of the above. And yeah. we, we try to take a proactive approach. So we're, we're actually reaching out to the contractors before they even you know, reach out to us. So uh, we want to be on site with them, do site visits. Walk through your checklist that you have and uh, make sure that everything is going as planned. Yeah, you want to see where the action is. Yes. So, yeah, yep. I like it. Very good. So we're going to talk specifically the Mnet wiring. So let's just, one of you guys, I don't care who, tell me what the Mnet wiring does and its purpose. So we have a interlock, we'll call it, between the outdoor units and the indoor units. And that is the one link that is absolutely required for our systems to run, right? Without that yeah. link, there's no communication, there's no activity, and that is the heartbeat of the system, right? And um, we call that the Mnet, yep. and that resides on what we call TB3, and our indoor units, whether we have a branch controller or we have a uh, just an indoor unit, right? We have TB3, we have TB2, and then we have TB5. TB5. And, and by the way, just as a sidebar here, you know, TB12 is the most important one, you know. TB12. TB12. You know what that is? TB, next to TB11? That's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, oh, stop that, it. But, oh, just why, stop. Is he, why is he going here? Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no, no. Still, he's still the best. Yeah. Okay. He's the GOAT. Yeah, he's the GOAT. That's right. All right. So the Mnet is the Mitsubishi network, and, and the wire is a daisy chain. TB3 is, is the connection at the outdoor unit. And like you just said, TB2, if we have a BC controller on an R2 system, yeah. that's the connection there. We daisy chain to that, and then we go to all the indoor units, yeah. TB5s. Five, yep. If it's a Y series, it's the same thing, except there's no BC controller, so there's no TB2. Correct. Right. All right. And there are, there are certain requirements. So when you're going out or a contractor's calling you, what are you going to tell them about the requirements? Well, here's the first thing I'd like to say. Before a contractor should be calling us, they should have a Mitsubishi wiring diagram, right? Rob and I, we will press that proactive role, right? We want to make sure they're set up for success. So we talk about TB3, TB2, TB5. We'll give them a piping diagram and we'll give them a wiring diagram. And this will spell out the plan from A to Z so that these acronyms make sense, right? right. We could have them, hey, where's, where's your wiring diagram? What does it look like? 
we can help. And once they have the wiring diagram in their hand, it sure creates a, a, a clear visual. Yeah, but before we start anything, it's the correct wiring type, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yep. 16-2 shielded. Right. That's it. 16-2 stranded. 16-2 stranded. And yeah. what a lot of people don't <laughs> I know. I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah. But 16-3 is not good. 16-4 well, well, is and, not good. And you bring up a good point, Paul, because a lot of controls vendors um, like to run a 16-3 or a 16-4 thinking that if they get a wire cut in the field, that they have a spear. They have like a backup. A backup, a backup uh, the, yeah. And yeah. what we found out, right, uh, it causes interference. So right. we want to stick with strictly 16-2. 16-2 stranded shielded cable. And that's it. That's gospel. There's no yep. deviation from yeah. that. And, yes. and, I, and I usually, you know, when we do a class, I, I will sing them a little song so it's really embedded. Right. You know how many times I say that you in my it? class? Oh, I don't sing it. I, did, sing I say it? it about 15 million times in I my class. I think I heard this song five years ago. Vinny, we're going yeah, to finish the show. We're going to finish the show with the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're driving... Pull over, wait for the end of the show, because you got to hear this song. Now I'm curious about this song. I heard, heard it. I heard it. I think it was five years ago I went to Jersey and I heard this song. Okay. Just by the way, I am not singing at the end of this. Neither am I. So, uh, let me, then you may ask you a question. Yes, what is the number one call you get on Mnet? Oh. Do I daisy chain this? Right. Gets back to the wiring diagram. What okay. size wire gauge do I use? Can I use standard thermostat wire? I want to pull an 18.4, like to Rob's point. Um, uh, can I land the uh, the Mnet RNTB15, which we can probably touch on a little bit, right? And, you know, a lot of these questions are, are easily fielded by A, attending one of our city multi-classes, right? That's yeah. first and foremost. Because you guys have a training center there training center in, in New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Uh, what town is that in again? Pinebrook, New Jersey. Pinebrook, I couldn't remember. I almost said pine belly. Right? No, no, belly. No, no. <laughs> yeah. We're talking food. Yeah, right? yeah. That's my, well, I got a big belly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Pinebrook, New, New Jersey, you guys offer the city multi-three-day class there. Yeah, yeah. Both right. Rob and I are instructors, and we have a, a bunch of other distru- instructors around the region that come into our training center. All right. we, we do four or five, perhaps six a mm-hmm. year. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the TBs and get those all out of the way, and I promise I won't talk about TB12 anymore. Okay, yeah, let's okay, not do okay, that. Yeah. All right. So at the outdoor unit, we have TB3, and that's where the Mnet starts. That's right. And I've got TB7, which we're not going to really talk about TB7. That's going to be for the central controller. Okay. Right. The BC control is easy. It's just basically TB2, and it's just a daisy chain. I, you know, I'm going to just go from one to the other and just daisy chain. The indoor units, you mentioned we have TB5, which is Mnet. That's where I'm going to daisy chain the Mnet. And there's TB15. So what goes on TB15? So, so TB, go ahead, Rob. You take oh, it. So TB15 is uh, for the um, wall controllers. And one of the biggest problems that we have, going to your question, is that the most popular wall controllers are MA controllers, right. which mm-hmm. go on to TB15. Right. But sometimes when these uh, contractors end up getting an ME, ME and they're, they're used to doing what they the normally do, they would put the ME on, on TB15, which is obviously incorrect. That needs to be on the Mnet link on TB5. Right. And an you know? ME is just yes. a communicating controller where the MA is not. Correct. And that, in simple terms, that, that's yes. basically it. Right. Yep. Yeah. So All that's right. a common problem that we see. Now, that ME, if I have a communicating controller, can I just daisy chain that in as part of the daisy chain, or am I just going to T in? So, no, you could just T into TB5. Right. So a lot of people wall. get confused about yes. that, too. Yes. So you're going to daisy chain that. And that ME requires an address. Good right. point. Yes, it does. Right. important yes. to know. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to talk about address. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. <laughs> It'll take us another yeah, hour yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah. that. Okay. What else do I need to know about the M- oh, I want to get back actually to something you mentioned. You said wiring diagram. 
and refrigerant diagram. Are you getting those from DSB or where are you getting those? We're getting those from DSB. From DSB, Diamond System Builder. Correct. You're getting those from the plan, a Diamond System Builder. I've always told people in my classes, there's a minimum of two times Diamond System Builder gets touched. One is when you're laying out the job, right? And two is when you're done with the job and there's an as-built. Yes. You can get a diagram from either one. But the as-built is what you need later on when the job is done. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we'll, uh, we're not going to talk about that okay. today either. But. All right, what else do I need to know about the daisy chain? It's 16-gauge, uh, stranded, two-conductor, shielded wire. Yep. Yep. We All must right. use the S-terminal. We must use, use the S-terminal. S-term. Yes. Very important. Right, and that's where the, the shield the shield comes in play. Yep. yep. Uh, and I got to be daisy chained. Same fashion. Same fashion. Yes. Uh, are there any maximum or minimum lengths I have to worry about? Rob? Uh, yes. So, so Vinny doesn't know anything because he keeps no, deferring no, to no, you. No. Well, I, I don't want to steal the show. I I, 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 I well, he's, wait, he's saving his voice for the song. I brought him in as a guest. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we do want to be uh, careful on the uh, Mnet limitations for wiring length. So uh, you don't want to exceed 656 feet from the condenser or the outdoor unit to the furthest indoor unit. Indoor unit. And yeah. then the maximum uh, Mnet uh, wiring, I believe, is 1640. 1640, yeah. yeah right? Feet. Feet. 1,600. Yeah, another way to remember, 500 meters. 500 meters. Easier. Round Easier. Easier. That's yes. how I, yeah. I'm easy yeah. math, yeah. 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 The Canadians, they clock in meters. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, that's not bad. I got a, the, the Units Plus app on my phone to convert all that all day long. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I got to get that. Oh, <laughs> it's a really good app. It converts everything. Is it free? Yeah, oh, well, we'll I, do, you, do you know me? I don't pay you for any. I'm not yeah, too say, cheap. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm very cheap. I'm not paying for apps. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk voltage. You want to talk voltage? voltage? Yeah. yeah, let's talk yeah, about so voltage. Voltages. So, so what what supplies the power for the Mnet? That is the outdoor unit. The outdoor unit. That's yep. right. And you and have about 29 volts DC. 29 volts DC. Is that a bouncing 29 volts or is it a steady 29 volts? That's a consistent. All right. When are you going to worry when that voltage is outside of 29? How, how far outside of 29 does it have to get before you get concerned? Uh, I don't recall the utilization range on that, do you? Uh, you know, typical range that I, I go by is 10%, but yeah. I, I'll tell you the truth. Every time I've checked it, it's been pretty it's damn close to, to what it is. 29 volts. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever come across a job where the Mnet is shorted? Yeah, well, we're talking about that's that's zero volts yeah. at that point. Right? That's, right. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's not a low-voltage situation. <laughs> that's a no-voltage that's that's a no-volt situation. Voltage. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing about DC voltage. You're not going to, well, low DC yeah. voltage. You're not going to fry anything when it gets shorted. It just yeah, shorts the ground. It just shorts the ground and yeah. it's zero, and now you're like, hmm. So do I have a short or not? So my daisy chain is run. My units are all powered. The outdoor is powered. I come up to a TB5 or a TB2 at the BC controller if there is one, or the TB3 at the outdoor unit. I got 29 volts. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yep. If I get zero volts, now what? Oh, zero volts. We're going hunting. Yeah, <laughs> coffee break. It's, it, it's pretty easy though, right? We we it basically is. disconnect the field wiring. Yeah, disconnect TB three. We want to make sure that the unit itself yeah. is outputting twenty nine yeah. volts. If, if I got twenty, does, if I got twenty nine volts, we're looking inside. Then we, looking now we know wire. it's a wire yeah. issue yeah. at this yeah. point. If I got, if I take the wires off, there's twenty nine volts. I know the unit's providing the power. I connect it back up. There's zero volts. Now we're going. Now let's go figure out where this is. So now we. Would you go like in the middle of the transmission line and then check there, and the, then from there you can backtrack? That's exactly where, what how I recommend. Is it. Is that what you do? I, okay. I just try to divide, right? Go to the middle, 
Don't you know, start at the beginning. You work right. your way. You got, you got eight indoor units. Let's cut it to four and four. See right. what we got and start there. Yeah, okay. Yep. It's what they call divide and conquer. Yeah. Divide yeah. And conquer. One of the things I used to do, and because of this, because I would just imagine if I had a large job in this MNET, and how do I know how the MNET is run? Which unit did it go to first? I'm going to be looking, trying to trace these wires. So I always put on my as-built that I was going to leave on the job. I always put on there how it was daisy-chained, like the order. I started with address 51, and then I went from, because it doesn't always go one, two, three. No. So I would have a list on the plan. I would write a list that started at 51 and goes in two, then it goes seven, five, 13, one, four, in the order that the daisy-chain was actually physically run. That way, because if you're a contractor out there, Take that note down from Paul. That's, right. That is That's, extremely important to come back and troubleshoot later. If you don't know that, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, it's just, you know, because I don't want to yeah. be the guy stuck on there coming back a few years later when somebody cuts the wire, you know, because that's all happened to us. A contractor's come in, has cut a wire. Do you remember how you ran it? No. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. That's right. Let me talk about Daisy Chain real quick. So <clears throat> we get this a lot of mishap in my classes when I teach is uh, because this is how we split it in our class is when we do daisy chain we always uh you know tb3 then it goes to the branch controller then to our heads mm. do we don't have to go to the branch controller right no no we no. want to keep that link as short, as, short possible. as possible and yes. that's what i told my con uh, the contractors but again that's just it, that gets missed yeah, yeah. that's, that's, a, common, that's a common question too by the way it is yeah. right yep okay yep. it shows that in our diagrams when we're teaching and that's what I say, and that's exactly what I do. I say, guys, this is not a real life scenario. It yeah. can be any of these scenarios. Shortest as possible is what yeah. we, All right. we preach. So, is there anything else that a contractor needs to know about the MNET? Um, what about um, when you have uh, uh, power consumption mm -hmm. okay. uh, on, on, on the MNET? Yeah, let's talk about that. Right. So this is tricky, right? It because is. To, to leave it up to a contractor to kind of calculate power consumption of indoor units sometimes could be tricky if they're not really fluent in looking through the manuals, et cetera. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really pay attention yeah. to that, truth be told, especially when you got PADs on there, like the larger ones or the PFYs. Yeah. The lot, 54s. They, I mean, they're, those are heavy power consumers. Yeah. yeah, and then if you're uh, if you reach that limit, what do we have to add to the system? Uh, so we have something called an MNET booster. Um, right. So again, it shows the MNET booster on our wiring diagram. Shows a reference of it. Doesn't necessarily show where exactly it could be placed because it could be a case by case. Right, and that's thank you for putting that right case or case by case because a lot of people think they put it in the middle of right. the transmission line. Well, that yep. mainly not may be the case yep. depending on where all that where your power hog is coming from with the PFYs and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, a, a good app note that you might want to get off uh, Myling Drive is uh, app note thirty eighteen, which goes over wire limitations yep. and also has I think a chart in there for the power units for the indoor units. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you bring up a good point, Vinny. We don't want to always leave this up to the contractor. Yeah. So you guys are out there. You're you're the first line of uh, support, support yeah. for the contractors, right? So if they need help, how are these contractors, if they're in, what are the areas, again, they're in from central New Jersey up through New uh, York Maine. City and up through Maine. Yeah. Who quite are they going to call? What's that? That's, That's quite, quite an, an area. It's <laughs> a good area. I'm in that area. But, so who who are the contractors? They, they they get this equipment from you guys. How would they want to, They want your support. How do they get a hold of you? So typically, a contractor is going to purchase this through one of our account managers, right? Mm -hmm. In our region, we have a turnover process. So when the job is sold, sold, not not in the development stages, but actually sold, that job will get kicked over to our team. At that point, 
one of the DTS members will be assigned that project and we will proactively reach out to that contractor. So that contractor will know who their DTS person is early on, most of the times, even before they have that piece of equipment. Oh, wow. So, so even before it's delivered to yeah. them. Yes. And sometimes we're reaching out a little bit too early and then uh, it almost gets forgotten that, hey, who was that person? And <laughs> uh, then we rely on our team. Hey, this is when the equipment's shipping. Please let us know so we, we can re-engage. All right, so that's great. So from the time it, it's sold, they have somebody yeah. they, they can lean on to help with make sure the DSB is laid out right. All of that Make sure stuff. we got the, you know, we know what we got, all the components are in place, you know, all the rules, everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they'll have your contact information throughout the job. Yeah, and then and then now we have a, a contact for life, right? So then post, when there are technical issues, we usually become the first point of contact afterwards as their technical Beautiful. support liaison. Beautiful. Mm. All right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Anything else, Scott? No, I think we pretty much covered it. All right. So now. Uh, Hold on. I want to oh. mention one thing. Yeah. I think it's important about uh, Mnet wiring and, and TB15 wiring and, and TB7 wiring. And Rob and I were, were in, typically work in the city, New Jersey. We see a lot of large projects. And, and the contractors that get it right with the control wiring. Yep. They utilize different colored jackets for the different links. So basically, the Mnet link, which we spoke about, maybe they'll use a yellow link, right? The TB7 central controller link, maybe they'll use an orange link. Oh, nice. That's, uh, a, good TB That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a nugget that when we see a contractor using different color links, there's never really any cross-ups. And yeah. if there is, it's easily identifiable just by looking at it that's i used to do i used to recommend they do something different <laughs> other than writing it down you know i used to say put a little colored electrical tape yeah. at the end of the wire and just so get the whole that, jacket we're so, saying forget yeah, the tape that's get the whole better, jacket man i bet you that makes you happy when you see that oh yeah. we, we know <laughs> almost, almost every job is sold with a central controller in our yeah, area yeah, yeah. one yeah. of the more common uh Issues is the TB7 and the TB3. That happens. Links get more than yeah, that. The yeah, right. That happens. That's one of the yep. most common things. And what, real quick, what is the best way to diagnose that? So uh, the callers know. Uh, I'm callers. I don't know why I'm saying callers. No, we listeners. Don't want callers yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> we don't want callers. <laughs> Our listeners know how to diagnose between if TB3 and TB7 are swapped. Real quick. Well, I, I would say the easiest thing is the 29 volts DC that we spoke about earlier right. is being generated from the outer unit. From TB3? Yes, from TB3, correct. Correct. And, and on the TB7 link, you're going to see a little bit less voltage, somewhere between 24, 26 volts DC, and that's being generated from the central controller. Correct. So you could just take the TB7 link that you think off the unit and uh, check voltage on the wire to see if it's coming from the central controller rather than the outer unit. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. Good, good tips. Yep. Yeah. All right, so I think this no. is the moment we've been waiting for. Yes. Ready? So, Vinny, hold on. Before you, what? I'm anxious. What made you come up with this song? Um, a lot of wiring issues. A lot of wiring issues. <laughs> Wanted to make sure that they understood the correct wire to use. And if you give them a little bit of lingo, a memorable moment. They typically won't forget. They remember. Right? And you came up with this song. And do you sing this song in all your classes? I, I, I try. Okay. <laughs> I try. <laughs> All right. Sometimes I get tomatoes and the ones in the can thrown right. out, and they hurt the ones oh, in the they can. Hurt. Oh. The fresh tomatoes, they, right, they're yeah. okay. I'll probably regret this, but I'm dying to hear this. Yeah, song. I'm, I'm so actually this. very intrigued on this. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen. Do you typically get singers or no? What's that? You typically get singers on the show? Uh, you're the first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, definitely the first. I'm not much of a singer, but yeah, I think you might so. You might be the last day. You're going to be the last. So, right. without right. any further ado, do you have a name for the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? The, the name twisted. of the song? Twisted. 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 Oh, I like so, this. ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Patty with Twisted. Dun, 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 dun. I need you guys to. Oh, yeah, we're doing this. All right. Come on, Rob. 16 gauge, twisted, shielded, stranded pair. 16 gauge, twisted, shielded, stranded pair. 16 gauge, twisted, shielded, stranded pair. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Come on, which one is it? Hold on. What do you mean? What is it? Wait, wait, hold on. I gotta do it again? No. All right, here we go. You gonna echo with it? Yeah, no, you can do this. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. All right, thank you guys. Thank, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Guys. Thank, you. Really, thank you for making it. It's good talking with you guys. Bye, everybody. Drive safe for all y'all that are in the van. <laughs>